Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man of the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, we are five years old on the Extra Time show this week, as I was told by Ubi Ferrer Ross yesterday. So, uh, jumping out of a cake like Eric Earl and I can under siege and waving his nipple tassels around, I've got Scott. Hi. You all right? I'm very well. How are you? Very well. Thank you very much. Uh, I've got Adam, who's been on this show a bit longer. Hello. It's good. It is. If... No, maybe Emma could do it. Maybe someone needs to sing sort of like happy birthday to you in like a Marilyn Monroe-esque voice. Sort of like a, a happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> Mr. Podcaster. It's your show, right? Yeah, come on, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> you do it in an Australian accent, because that's where you are, isn't it? Yes. G'day. G'day. G'day, indeed. You're flaming galah. How are you? <laughs> how, how drunk are you, Emma? Uh... A question still applies. <laughs> I understand you didn't like the Vegemite on your toast. How about the Fosters on your cornflakes? <laughs> that was much better. So, did yeah. you have to steal any bread to make your way to Australia, or did you just get on there voluntarily? <laughs> well, these days you can go by yourself without being sent here. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> we have been playing knifey spoonie though. Yeah. That's not a knife. That's a spoon. That's it. You play that. Uh, where did you leave your pet bullfrog? <laughs> it was in a fountain at an airport. Yes. <laughs> have you filmed yourself? <laughs> have you flushed the toilet and filmed it yet? Is it going to stand the wrong way? <laughs> Absolutely. I think the scene when Homer starts crying as it turns around the other way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sweet land of liberty is amazing. <laughs> uh, right, we're going to talk about the FA Cup. We're going to be talking about other bits and bobs that are happening in, in European leagues, the Premier League. Uh, but first of all, we are going to be starting at Old Trafford as Manchester United beat Wolves 1 0. Um, uh, goal by Juan Mata. Uh, I think if he'd had to run any further, I think a small child probably would have caught up with him before he'd taken that shot. Um, who saw this game? Or highlights. I continued my holiday for the weekend of the FA Cup and to the replays. Have you? Okay. So I'm the only one that's seen any highlights here. Yeah. You're the only one who cares. Cares is probably taking a little bit too far. I don't know, just... <laughs> I mean, I gave about two minutes of my life to watching it. Uh, yeah, all about it, Chris. Uh, well, Pedro Neto had a goal disallowed. Well, no, Pedro Neto didn't have a goal. Did he have a goal? No, it was um, Jimenez. Had the... Anyway, Jimenez handballed it. Pedro Neto had the goal disallowed for handball. Um, I've watched about seven highlights this week. Um, 
and he's had goals disallowed by a VAR at Old Trafford and at Anfield this season. I think, again, I think similar to um, Declan Rice's handball last week, I think it was the right decision. As you were going to say, them the rules. Them the rules. Rules are rules. Oh, no, uh, him touching the ball changed the direction of which it was travelling to make it possible for them to score. So, them's the breaks, unfortunately. Make every handball an indirect free kick. Crisis over. Hey, really? Yeah. Make it like like in hockey, wherever it hits people's feet. It's just a, whether you mean it or not. Done. Crisis over. Indirect or direct? Indirect. So why Why indirect? Because it's just an accident. I mean, indirect goals... Indirect free kicks are more fun, and it would be fantastic to see more of them in a penalty area, wouldn't it? Exactly, right? Yeah. Is that for the attacking teams or for defending team as well? So would it be... They're all indirect free kicks. <clears throat> so no penalties for handball anymore? No. Oh, this would be fantastic. I'm all in favour of this. Just anything for more chaos. Yep. Yellow cards if it's intentional. Red cards if it denies them a goal. Done. So Luis Suarez in the World Cup in 2010. That would have been a... On the line. <laughs> How fantastic would that have been? Exactly. <laughs> I'm well up for this. Everyone's Scott. Got... Get him onto iFab right away. Yeah. <laughs> um, Connor Cody said you can't celebrate quote-unquote anymore. Um, I kind of take issue with this because as much as you see fans not celebrating because of VAR, when a goal is either given or disallowed, you then see a set of fans celebrating, don't you? It doesn't... No, but... No. No, you're wrong. Right. It's not about It's not about the amount of celebrations you get. It's about the mo- that moment of... Inju- like... If you take a... When Scott goes to see Swindon put free past Newport tomorrow, when the first goal goes in, the feeling of exhilaration that Scott is going to get when that goal goes in will be great. When I go and see Everton put free past West Ham at uh, 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 Stratford, it's not going to be the same. He's spot on. Danny Murphy said the same thing on um, Match of Day last week. You're taking the emotion away from the fans. But you're not. No, you're not. It's just like celebrating... A disallow goal as it was before VAR. Yeah. Why is it different? Exactly. Um, no, no, but it's about the uncertainty that means that stops you from being able to celebrate a perfectly good goal. But you're not celebrating a perfectly good goal because there's obviously something wrong with it for it to be disallowed by VAR. Every, it's not about whether it gets disallowed or not. It's about, whether it, it's about the fact that it could get disallowed, not that it does get disallowed. Remember, Chris, every goal scored gets checked by VAR. Yeah. Yeah, they do in they do in the Liga too, and we can get those checks done in nine seconds. So that's not going to affect anybody celebrating. Sheila's on my side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are you? I mean, in general, are you too anti-VAR or pro-VAR? Then, in 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 general, we're not going to have a huge, great big VAR debate, but just you know whether you like it or not. So you're a dinosaur. I'm for it, but it's got to be used in the right way. Okay. Fair enough. Well, we're going to talk about... <clears throat> it's still, in England, it's not used properly because, as probably we'll go on to earlier, uh, later, sorry, that referees don't go to the screen. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm happy with it, with referees just getting 94% of decisions right. If you're happy with the, a 6% of decisions being wrong. But 
VAR, unless VAR, can, VAR hasn't got rid of that 6%. It's made it smaller. Yeah, well, at what cost, Chris? At what cost? Marginal gains. That's what your friends at Team Sky always wanted, wasn't it? That's not a marginal gain. It is? Mm, to refereeing. No one, come, no one goes to a football game to see the referee. I don't know. What if your dad's the referee? My stepdad used to be a referee in some high... I never went to see him. Oh, did you? <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, well, look, next up for um, Southampton... Uh, for Wolves, sorry. They are uh, away at Southampton in the Dean Richards derby. Um, a win would take Southampton level with Wolves. Uh, their third straight win. So, seeing as how we were talking a few weeks ago uh, about Southampton being down and out, they've uh, risen like Lazarus, haven't they? Things could only get better. Hey, is that what you were waiting to say? Yes. <laughs> That's very good. He has been getting... You me... just described that as a joke earlier. And I <laughs> hey, I'm st- I'm st- sorry, Duncan Alexander. He used it first on the Turley Football Show. So I can't I, believe I, people I... come to this podcast and quote Duncan Alexander. Hey, yeah. <laughs> he that. This yeah. podcast would be a lot shorter without him. We wouldn't have gone five years. <laughs> <laughs> No, fair enough. Uh, Saints have got 20 points in the last 10 Premier League games, which is the third most behind uh, Manchester City and Liverpool. Um, but they've also conceded, like, they've also got the second best defence in the league since conceding nine goals to, in a game to Leicester. So, oh, OK. Got it's almost like they fundamentally had quite a good manager who's managed to rally the rally the troops and... and uh, sort of get the underlying performance out of, out of the squad of players that was always there. Yeah. Uh, their goal difference now is minus 12, which is better than quite a lot of teams around them. That's a sad indictment, but let's... <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, and uh, Manchester United, they are uh, away at the Coliseum. They're playing Liverpool. Um, looking for their fourth win in five games. Though Jean Matip and Fabinho could well be back for um, for Liverpool. Uh, Are they this game on some sort of neutral ground. Why? He said. He said. He said. I know of a Coliseum. I've seen it. Yeah. I've been past it. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually on at home this weekend. They're away right now. The cauldron then. Vicente Calderon, where that's what Calderon used to play. <laughs> 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 Just call it Anfield. There's nothing wrong with Anfield. 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 Anfield, then. Okay. Um, yes, they are playing at Anfield. Uh, so, yeah, Matip and Fabinho could be back. Uh, Marcus Rashford's a doubt. Uh, he scored the opening goal six times in a Premier League match this season, which is the most of uh, any player. Um he's going to be a huge miss for them. Is that going to affect the result in any way? No. No. Why is that? Because Liverpool will win. Because <laughs> Liverpool will win anyway. I'm not going to say it, so I was waiting for one of you guys to say Come it. Come on, say it. No. Stick, say it. Stick that test out. <laughs> You'd love that, wouldn't you? My little moves, little moves wiggling as I say it. <laughs> hey, you've not been contacting Ollie McBurney, have you? <laughs> I have not, no. <laughs> Uh, I said it before. I said it. I said it last season in a Merseyside derby, and I was right. So it's not for me to say it anymore. It's for one of you three to say it for your teams. I mean, I've said it all the time. It backfires yeah. all the time. I've done. Yeah, I said it last week when Juventus were playing Roma, and look what happened. Okay, fair enough. Uh, this is the first time since 1990 that Liverpool uh, have hosted Manchester United as league leaders. That's an impressive stat, isn't it? 
what happened that season. I mean, it's not, it's not impressive for Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Wouldn't it be sad to lose the unbeaten record against Manchester United? Well, it's funny you should say that because I've got another stat as well. Uh, this is the third longest unbeaten Premier League uh, run, 38 games. So Chelsea uh, went 40 games unbeaten and Arsenal went 49. Guess who ended both of those unbeaten runs? Wayne Rooney. Manchester United. Manchester. Yeah. I think it was Wayne Rooney. It was Manchester United. Was it Wayne Rooney? Well, Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney, Wayne Rooney um, got hideously hacked down by Sol Campbell. <laughs> um, yep. To, to earn a penalty for, for Man United to beat us, I think, 2 1. Okay. 2 0, wasn't it? Pizzagate. <clears throat> yes. Pizzagate. Pizzagate. Yes. Yeah. Which says Fabregas, I think, confirmed on Twitter was Pepperoni, didn't he? He did that this week. Oh, did he? Didn't he? Uh, wasn't it in his. Has he got a book out? I don't know. It was like a um, hashtag ask oh, Sesk. Oh, was it a Q and A? Yeah. Is it one of the question? Why are you such a wrongo? Why does every club who's who's ever signed you? <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, you think it's going to happen to you, Emma? No, of course not. <laughs> no, good. Phew. No, Liverpool are going to win comfortably. Well, they've only lost one out of eleven against Liverpool. Manchester United have. The idea of it happening would be good. Cool. I'm fully behind it happening. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It's not going. It just won't. Yeah. yeah. Do you, I mean, can you see them do what they did at Old Trafford, where they stick uh, 10 men behind a ball? They will to frustrate you. Yeah. But, but they won't do very well. Work this time. Oh, okay. You don't think it'll happen. Because one player wasn't playing for um, Liverpool that day. Mo Salah. In an interview today, he goes, Oh, what happened at Old Trafford? It, uh, what, why did it happen? Oh, it's because I wasn't playing. I was injured. He didn't play in the Barcelona game, did he? Do you think this is... Hashtag Salah out. <laughs> so, so if they get... They'll just, they can fix all these problems by getting Wayne Rooney back to, to win a penalty <laughs> and getting Ander Herrera on to keep the shit out of Mo Salah. <laughs> yeah. And maybe Steven Gerrard on just to lose his rag after 45 seconds. Tremendous. Is that one of your favourite Premier League moments, Adam? That was when Twitter started showing the heat maps. <laughs> Just red line. <laughs> or, or John Joe Shelby having a go at Alex Ferguson. Yeah. Off at Anfield. You control all the you control all the referees. <laughs> have, have Sky marked Sorry, Anna. Have Sky marketed this game with some sort of name again? Oh, I don't know. I don't have Sky, boys. Uh, I don't think they have yet. No, not that I've seen. No, it I've might seen. not be really shit then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sky have hyped this game quite a lot in previous who's, seasons. Who's and... playing on the? Who's playing on like the one thirty game or two o'clock game? Don't know. Well, I've only one of us had notes, copious notes. I got copious notes, just not on that. Well, what you not on the fixtures. Do you know what my yeah. copious notes do say? My copious notes do say that anyone want to know what the population of Mexico is? Uh, yes. Yes. It is. Yes. Uh, you can have a guess if you want. 144 million. Okay. And by the way, the game is Burnley Leicester. Uh, that's difficult. Um, what I really wanted was like another t- so they could call it like Red Sunday. Yeah. I really was at Arsenal would have been the dream. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go lower than Scott okay oh, I'm not going to give you a number I'm just going to go lower and claim all of the numbers between them <laughs> Emma I've, I've turned into a game of, of um, play your cards right all by myself <laughs> well if you're going low then I'm going higher 
Okay. The population of Mexico is 129 million people. Damn it. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, uh, population of Mexico is 129 million people. Since Liverpool last lost a Premier League game, 132 million people have been born worldwide. That meant the silence. <laughs> that, the silence that, that meant is exactly what it deserved. <laughs> oh, that's a great stat. That's a Duncan Alexander one. <laughs> I love it. That one fell flat, so I'm going to pass that one. <laughs> Patron saint. You probably delete the tweet, so don't look for it. You won't find it. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, also in the FA Cup this week, um, Spurs 2, Middlesbrough 1. Uh, La Celso and Lamella scored for... Um, Spurs before George Savile pulled one back for Middlesbrough. Who saw a clip of George Savile shout Jimmy at all the Spurs fans? I did see BBC Sport saying uh, <laughs> that was quite funny. <laughs> what did they say? Oh, you you say it. I think it was now then, wasn't it? Now then, yeah. Someone <laughs> was doing a live text of the game and just went, go, Middlesbrough, Savile, now then. <laughs> I mean, he can't have known what he was doing. He probably went now then in the context of the drama of the game. He can't have thought, yeah. I'll try and sneak a Jimmy Savile joke in, can he? Well, I don't get it, so... That was his catchphrase, wasn't it? Okay. Not George... Now Jimmy then. Savile's, not George Savile's. Yeah, now then, now then, the band is... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and... just say that if the, social, if the person doing the minute by minute was 31 or younger, there's a good chance they didn't yes. understand what they were doing. <laughs> um, but the shouting Jimmy at the fans seems a very odd choice. Yeah. It feels like the kind of thing you'd want to be distancing yourself from. Emma, are you aware of Jimmy Savile? Uh, unfortunately, I am, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, which is very strange. Um, Middlesbrough keeper Thomas... Oh, my gosh. Uh, Miejas, Emma? I don't know who he is. M-E-J-I-A-S. That's what he's Miejas. Yeah. Miejas. He was at fault for the first goal, anyway. Uh, or Mahayas, as you'd say where you are at the minute. Uh, he, was, <laughs> he was at fault for the first goal. Um, and then Lamella with a nice little run and shot for it, the second goal. Uh, apparently Christian Eriksen was sort of waving at the Spurs fans on the way out, uh, as if it might be his last appearance at White Hart Lane. His agent was spotted in, in Milan yesterday having dinner with some inter-representatives. Okay. Improving their overseas youth policy. Well, Ericsson is 28, so I wouldn't say that was older than the players that they bought recently, as the Daily Mail was pointed out in today's article that they published. Oh, really? They've yeah. got room for that in amongst all the Harry and Meghan stuff, have they? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meghan Markle drives out Christian Ericsson from club. <laughs> <laughs> And Arturo Vidal too, don't they? No, they're I've got a really good team together <clears throat> in 2014. They've also just done very something. You have to remember, Emma, that this is Italy, so we're, yeah. like, <laughs> where 34 is the new like 21. 21, yeah. <laughs> um, Spurs conceded in a ninth straight game. Uh, that's only the second time in Jose Mourinho's 923 career game as manager that uh, that's actually happened. They are. Currently nine points off Champions League places, um, unfortunately. So I didn't write down who they're playing. Oh no, Spurs. They're playing. They're away to Watford in the Dean Austin derby. So uh, I can see Watford winning that because they've got thirteen points under Nigel Pearson, and Troy Deeney's got four and four. I'm I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I wouldn't be massively surprised if Watford won. I don't think anybody would, would they? Adam's making a face. I think he four. would be. Just Spurs are just better, right? 
Are they currently? Yeah. Yeah, still. Adam, are they a bigger club than Inter Milan according to someone at Sky? I'm, I'm lost. I feel like I, I feel like there was an answer that I was supposed to give there. That was a leading question. Oh no! <laughs> someone uh, on the transfer talk on Sky Sports News, which has gone horrifically downhill in the last. No, it was Talksport. Oh no! It was and, Danny Mills. And, no, it was on Sky Sports News as well. On okay. The uh, one of the guys said, oh, why is Christine Eriksen going to uh, Inter Milan? Obviously, Tottenham are a big in club. I know Inter are doing okay, but Juventus are going to win everything. The British press being disrespectful about another European league. Wow, I am shocked. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, whisper it quietly. Like, Spurs aren't as big a club as they think they are. Mm. But I suppose sort of like... It's an ever-changing tapestry stand shift. Oh, that sounded um, really nice. Say that again. What? That was very poetic. Say it again. Yeah. Ever-changing very... tapestry. That's very Eric Cantona of you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, God, you try and bring a bit of culture after five years, and this is what happens. <laughs> the lucky Mrs. Scott Allen come Valentine's Day when she opens that card. <sighs> she doesn't get one. Doesn't she? No, do she has she has you already. Yeah. Every day is a Valentine's card with you, exactly. isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> um, she's also not called Mrs. Scott Allen, so she'd hate you for all these things. <laughs> is she? <laughs> Are you going to have to put Elton John in a dog cage and write on it in the sky and coat yourself in chocolate? Is that have, what you do? I have no nut in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the... the... <laughs> Come on, Adam. <laughs> no, you were halfway through a sentence. <laughs> you were halfway through a very poetic sentence about Spurs not being as big as we think they are. Yeah, but then, I, like, how long ago was it that Inter Milan were an absolute basket case of a club? Uh, like last season. Last week. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And maybe in three weeks' time. Who knows? <laughs> Again, this is Italy. Um, Spurs were in the I don't think Inter Milan are a bigger club. Spurs, but I don't think that. But they're just a similar sized club, right? No, you have to have an opinion one way or the other. God. No fence sitting. Sorry, Emma, what are you going to say? I could, let me work, get my spreadsheet and I'll crunch all the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say, Emma? The point, I was just making the point that Spurs were in the Champions League final last year. They were. Have they ever been in a European final and won it there? That's the point that an Inter Milan fan would say to you. going to be in a European final, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but none of those players that played for Inter Milan play, are there now. <laughs> 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 no, that's Nottingham Forest. <laughs> Martin O'Neill hobbling his way around the pitch against Messi. Yeah, a Derby a bigger club than Spurs. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh... Say that they're the Italian Spurs and move on. I like that analogy. <laughs> Actually, I always thought West Ham were the most Spursy, the uh, most Inter Milani team. <laughs> I love the idea of you claiming that West Ham are the most Spursy team. So not Spurs, yeah. I mean, I mean, sorry, Inter Milani team. Uh, I'm gonna definitely keep that in the edit. Yeah, keep that in. <laughs> I'm gonna make it worse. I'm gonna take the Inter Milan bit out. <laughs> it's alright. I said the same point last week, Adam. <laughs> um, what, what, come on, we, we lost focus here. 
Bring us back, Chris. This is this five years. You should be better at this now. Okay, Newcastle four, Reading one. Jean Wellington uh, with his first goal well in. Do you like that? Yes. Uh, his first goal in 20 games. Uh, and Almiron with yet yeah, another goal. Has anyone seen this one? Uh, Rochdale trying to play like Brazil 1970 in their fullback position. End up giving the ball back to the keeper. Who gives it straight to Almiron about 10 yards out. Who scores? Um, Newcastle haven't got to the fifth round of the FA Cup since 2006. Uh, and they're next home to Chelsea in the Celestine Babiaro derby. Uh, derby. Um, Newcastle got zero wins in four in the Premier League. Chelsea won seven out of 11 uh, away. Um Steve Bruce has got one win in 21 games against Chelsea as manager. Don't they have a plethora of injuries as well? They do. Uh, last week they had a, um, an injury list two paragraphs long from the website I was getting stuff from. So, yeah, it's not good. Could you make a whole 11 out of that? I know um, they, they said um, John Joe Shelby and Andy Carroll are back. Woohoo! I don't know. If... Andy Carroll's not back. <laughs> Someone else made that joke on another podcast. Someone else did make a point on another podcast as well. This is a uh, possibly the only meeting between two Premier League managers who are uh, published non-fiction authors. Yes. Although Pepe Mel wrote books, didn't he? Pepe Mel's an author. Yeah. So, okay. If Steve Bruce ever played Pepe Mel, maybe it's not the first. Um, oh. What? Steve, Steve Bruce is a published author. Just, I'm just saying words now. Steve Bruce is a fiction author. He writes detective yeah. novels. Yeah, detective. Oh, I'm sorry, detective novels. Yeah. yeah. Right, I'm going on Amazon immediately. Well, one of them is like hundreds of pounds because it's out of print and really hard to find. But they're, right... <clears throat> they're called Defender, Striker, and Sweeper. It, they, yeah, they, are they written under a nom de guerre or something? Are they? What? Are they written under a name? Yeah. No, I think they're written under his name. Okay. All I was saying is, to either of us, is Theo Walker is also a published author. Is he? Is he? Yeah, he wrote children's books. Come on, no. guy. Was that so he could read himself? Rush up on your Theo Walcott knowledge. This is basic stuff. Yeah, Theo Walcott's not a manager, though, is he? He's not a manager yet. No, that's true. Did he sort of do those so he could read something himself? That's not fair, is it? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> That's a guy who went to a very... Well, he didn't go to any school, did he? He was like 16, but... Oh, sorry, yeah. Oh, you, you you stand up for the um, the oppressed footballing masses. I'm going to stand up for the relatively posh kid who comes from somewhere near where I live, and you're, you're calling for... <laughs> I didn't call it. <laughs> sorry, yeah. You stand up for the you stand up for the middle classes, Adam. Man of the people. Yeah. <laughs> for the few, not the many. I, I became a registered Labour supporter yesterday. Did you? Yeah. God, you bloody champagne socialist. Um, okay, are we all going for Chelsea then? Yeah. Okay, uh, elsewhere in the I'm cup... Huh? I'm going draw. You're going to draw, are you, Emma? No, I think Chelsea will win. Okay, uh, elsewhere, Blackpool nil, Reading 2, Coventry 3, Bristol Rivers nil, which means Coventry and Birmingham City play in the fourth round of the FA Cup. Why is this significant, Scott? Because they share a stadium. Exactly. Coventry are now playing at St Andrews, and uh, they will get half the stadium each in tickets. Yeah. And Birmingham are the away team. Yes. Did Coventry and Northampton ever play each other when they ground shared? I thought they did, didn't they? Oh, I don't think they did. I think Northampton were in League Two. Okay. Chris Wilder was their manager when during that period. Oh, okay. 
There we go. Uh, Shrewsbury won Bristol City nil. That featured a rather wonderful Thunderbaster, didn't it? Yeah, uh, Mr. Aaron Pierre, who was on Bristol City's books two and a half years ago, got told he wasn't good enough and then scored the winner against him. He celebrated, didn't he? Oh, did he? <laughs> uh, they're going to play Liverpool, of course, aren't they? Um, and then Carlisle 3, Cardiff 4 uh, in the other replay. I think Tramir's game got... Tramir Watford got called off, didn't it? Yeah, waterlog pitch. Yeah. Uh, okay, in news in the Coppa Italia, there were wins for Lazio, Napoli, Inter, Fiorentina, Milan, Juventus, and Roma. Uh, Patrick Atreides scored. He did. Did you watch the game? I watched bits of it. I missed the first goal. I watched the rest of it. Uh, I, for me, that was a bit of a shock because Fiorentina <clears throat> quite poor this season, and Atalanta have been the side to watch in Serie A. And I think since Montella's been sucked, Fiorentina have been decent but I gather we both watched the game on Sunday and it was fucking awful <laughs> they are very uh, Everton-y you just never know what you're going to get with Fiorentina do you? Um, this season and last season yes um, they keep playing a system that doesn't suit them they keep playing 3-5-2 with no strikers and you have strikers in your squad and don't use them mm. so I hope uh, Beppe Akini starts tamp- uh, just being a bit more flexible with his system and gets the best out of like uh, Federico Chiesa uh, and Patrick Catrone because they're both really good footballers a guy at work who's a Wolves fan is very happy to see Patrick Catrone go it didn't really work out for him at Wolves did it I no. heard some stuff that he was a bit of a sulker um, and that um, it hindered team morale he never really wanted to go did he I don't think no, I think he was forced out of Milan. You could see how cheesed off he was uh, leaving Milan Airport. Yeah. To go to, they had to do. It, uh, they say they had to do it for cost cuttings, but this is Italian football. As I'd probably go on about the weird transfer that almost happened this week between Inter and Roma, which was the Politano Spinazzola swap, where um, Matt, uh, Politano, who used to play for Roma, he would look so happy to be back at the club. Uh, but Spinazzola went from in the last two years he's been on loan at Atalanta back at Juve done a swap deal with Juve to Roma and then could have done another swap deal from uh, Roma to Inter and looked very pissed <coughs> off leaving <laughs> airport okay uh, what else have we got um, in PGMOL uh, referees are advised to use pitch side monitors for uh, red card decisions they want the on-pitch referee to have the final say. Uh, Pep Guardiola says, quote-unquote, it's a positive move. Are we all happy with this? Yeah? Should have happened sooner. I think so. Adam, you're making a... Well, i just get rid of all of it, so I don't care which bits of it you don't... But what difference does it make? I don't understand why one so... Explain to me why it's good. Because you're owning your... You're the referee, you're owning the final decision. Okay. But the person... The person on... They're all referees... Um, I think I think VAR works in other countries I think if you look at the teething problems it had in some countries a couple of years ago compared to where it is now and I think a lot of the time the on-pitch referee helps with that because you've got you, I mean if anything it's a visible thing you can see him doing something rather than just standing there with his finger in his ear looking as confused no, as the rest gonna, of us they're only going to do it for red card decisions though yeah now I'd bring it in for as many things as they could. It's also good to see away fans just give someone a load of abuse like they did at um, Crystal Palace the other week. If you saw them, if you saw um, Michael Oliver go and have a look at the picture monitor there. Um, Emma, this happens in the league a lot. Are you happy with this? 
yeah, I think it's the, we should have been doing it from the start. Yeah. I don't know why they decided to, you know, Speed. not do that. It's stupid. I think they, they the whole FA thing with VAR is they said they wanted to wait and see how it panned out in other countries so they could sort of cherry pick the best parts of VAR. And I think they, for that reason, they deliberately didn't choose the pitch side monitor because they thought it would um, save time, which hasn't really worked out, has it? No. No. Scott, you happy with it in Serie A? How it's used? Yeah, it's, it's been used a lot better over the last couple of seasons. When it first came in in the, I think it was 17, 18 season, it had its team and problems where referees, like in the Premier League now, didn't really go to the to the pit side monitor. But like this season, I've watched a couple of games recently where it's, they've gone over, checked, and made their decision straight away. I think with anything, it's not going to work 100% all the straight. time and it's not yeah straight away either it's not going to work straight away so I think with, like with everything it takes time and it gives everyone a chance to carry on the hashtag tainted title come May when Manchester City finally win <laughs> and we do a Devon lock uh, okay what else is happening so the African Cup of Nations in 2021 is going to take place in January in Cameroon um, conspiracy I tell you yeah, Adam your favourite jolly German Premier League manager said it's a quote unquote catastrophe um, because he's going to lose Mo Salah, Sadio Mane and Nebi Keita um, uh, at very key parts of the season. So what do you make of that? I know that it wasn't played during the season last time, but historically it always has been. Mm. So these are kind of known facts when you've been going, when you go around and risks that you take when you sign African players. Um, deal with it. Okay, do you know who Everton are going to lose? Uh, no one. <laughs> Alex Iwobi, Jean-Philippe Gabamin, uh, Umar Nias and Yannick Blassi, who's on loan at Sporting Lisbon. I think the latter two probably won't be at Everton in the 2020-21 season. No, Gabamin isn't fit and Iwobi... Uh, uh, the more happier I feel. Some people are going to... I mean, Manchester City are going to lose Riyad Mahrez, Manchester United, Eric Bailly. Um, well, they're not... But these are all wait and sees, right? Because not all of these teams are going to qualify. Yeah. Well, it's going to be in Cameroon, but um, Jonathan Wilson reckons it'll be moved to Morocco. Yes, he's yeah, he said he's already booked his tickets for Morocco, hasn't he? Um, uh, they've moved it, I think, because of climactic well, regions and also the uh, Club World Cup it, starting it, next year. Because it's really fucking hot in Africa in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> And then the Club World Cup is going to be about 8 million teams in it and they wanted to do it, move it because of that. Yeah, I think also, is, it, is July not the rainy season in the tropics? I've got a UNA level geography, so I'm looking at you guys for inspiration on this. So not only is it hot, it's fucking humid. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. But... Sounds like great conditions to put a football tournament in. <laughs> but yeah, I think the Club Maybe World Cup... condition the stadiums or something. <laughs> I think the Club World Cup is um, quite a big reason as well. Um, That's Emer going to play China, isn't it? Yes, it is. Emirates have been much outraged in the A League over this. <laughs> I don't know. I'll read the papers in a bit and I'll let you know. Emma, you won't find it in the papers because they don't care about the A League in, in Australia. <laughs> That's not true. Apparently, one of the managers in the A League isn't talking to the press anymore because he hates how he's been portrayed in it. Uh, the Melbourne Victory coach got fired this week. 
Was he German? I think he was. He was a. Yeah, it might have been him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that works like, out well. I like that. The claim that he's not talking to the media is very sort of one-sided, isn't it? It's that's very much a you can't fire me, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> you can't stop me from doing the press conferences because I'm not talking to you. Does anyone remember when David James stopped speaking to Sky? No. He got a problem with the satellite dish, and they said it could take six weeks for us to come and fix it. So he said, "Right, I'm not doing any interviews with you for six weeks." I remember Alex Ferguson not doing interviews with BBC for a long while. Yeah, that's because Panorama allegedly exposed his son as a massive crook. Yeah, no one allowed it to cliff. I would point out a mild crook by today's standards. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, what else have we got? Okay, uh, in Scotland they are looking at banning um, under-12s from heading the football uh, based on the fact that it could bring on dementia later in life. Um, Jeff Astle's daughter is uh, pushing for this and I think it's already done with under-15s in the United States from what I was reading today, so... Um, what do you think on this, guys? If it's a health reason, it's going to be a good thing, can't it? Yeah. Is, I this, mean... because, is this because it's worse on younger, on developing brains, or is uh, this just a don't do it to kids? I can imagine. It, I don't know the answer. Oh no, it didn't go into that much detail, but I can imagine that's probably that something means you like didn't this. Read the first paragraph. <laughs> do you know, what? I read about the first two, and I thought I really need to take the dogs for a walk. <laughs> I'm used to this. So yeah, it probably went into huge medical detail that I didn't see. <laughs> Chris, have you seen Gav's story about it? No. Um, he's done, he did a piece with these Football Times um, of him. Uh, heading a ball wrong. Okay. And um, it's on his Twitter. I would urge anyone to give it a read. This is Lali oh, Gav, is it? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, ter- I'm terrible at heading a ball because I was generally terrified of it. Yeah, I was a ch- as a child. So, so I can't do it now. Um, yeah. uh, what I would say, like, this is going to become a murky, uh, a bit of a murky area, right? But it's going to take years and years and years them to get anywhere on this if they do because they're going to do this they're going to be doing if anyone puts themselves forward for research and stuff we're talking about people who played the game with completely different equipment to what's played to how the game is played now i had the argument straight away will be the balls are much lighter nowadays they don't get wet they don't get as wet they don't get they don't they don't take on water they don't get heavy the counter argument to that is uh, that balls are lighter, so they fly a lot faster. So what you lose with one, you get with the other. And you said you didn't know about the science. No, I remember this before. This was all from when um, Alan Shearer had his, quite literally, had his head tested uh, in the name of um, uh, this very same subject. Science. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, because he was quite shocked at the sort of uh, results of his brain scans um i do remember 20 years ago i worked with a guy who um when he was young used to play a lot of cricket for leicestershire schoolboys um and had a cricket ball huh yeah never had a cricket ball no shouldn't be heading cricket balls never try and catch a golf ball either i can speak to you from personal (laughs) experience on that um but yeah he uh they bought in a rule um or they were talking about bringing a rule where children of a particular age mandatorily had to wear a helmet when batting um, and he said, this is the thin end of the wedge, because he was absolutely outraged. He said, within 10 years, they'll be banning bouncers, which, of course, hasn't happened. No, so, has it not? No, limited bouncers. It's two and over now. Um, oh, I thought it was one. They effectively, they effectively bought in, um, it's one and over, it's one in limited 
yeah. an ODI um, T20s is one and over. And... They, uh, yeah, they brought in headwear for all under 16s, and now I think uh, because of rules like that, it's mandated from the ECB that the England cricket team have to wear helmets, even though they obviously don't have to because they don't they want so they're setting an example. Yeah, gone are the days of uh, Viv Richards facing Dennis Lilly wearing nothing but a cloth cap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but in the laws of the game, in elite cricket, they can do that still. Yeah. yeah. And I can remember seeing. Um, I remember Andrew Flintoff would go out to bat in, in just a hat, in just a cap sometimes when he was facing spin particularly. But um, nowadays the ECB have outlawed that, so they're setting an example. I just think with this cricket, with this incident. Are you at more danger from having kids not be able to he- not learning correct technique on heading a ball? Uh, maybe unless that's something you so, teach in academies okay. when you get older. I don't oh, know. Could you just do what? Do you just outlaw it, or it's a drastic move completely changes the game? Yeah. If it's that big an issue, either we get rid of it completely and we say well, we know better now. Yeah. Or. Uh. I'm a man who's been hit in the head several times and knocked out cold while playing in goal. And um, if you're, I mean, you're not getting knocked out, but you're heading the ball consistently over a long period of time. So, and if you play as a, if you make it as a defender in professional football, you could be heading the ball for the best part of 30 years of your life, if not more. So we're, I think we're at a bit of a crux where we know there's an issue, but we don't know how to resolve it properly. Um, we've seen what's happened with Jeff Astle, so we know there's an issue there, but we're not too sure on what to do about it. That's where all my questions come in, and sort of like, is are we saying no at youth level because the, it's worse on a developing brain? Yeah. Because the argument there is, well, yeah, you'd be doing it for 30 years, but he's doing it for 20 years instead, much better. Okay, yeah. No, I right. don't know. I don't know the answer to these questions. Like you say, it's a, a, big, a bigger issue than any of us know. No, None of us are neuroscientists. Emma, have you been wearing helmets this week playing cricket? (laughs) He's from Spain. The ball doesn't come off the floor. (laughs) Yeah, it's not how we roll. They just look at Fernando Llorente and don't understand what he is. (laughs) He's incredibly handsome. Well, apparently Spurs want to see him that much. They were going to buy him back this week, weren't they? That's the rumour. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got? Oh, um, Erling Haaland. Uh, it, someone's been going through his Twitter likes. Has anyone seen this? Yes. Go on then. He's a fascist, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Donald Trump. He's been liking lots of tweets that are either pro-Trump or by Trump himself, hasn't he? Has that, made you, has that skewed your thoughts on Erling Haaland in any way? I never had any thoughts about him in the first place. He's I mean... a very good-looking good Aryan boy, isn't he? So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was um, quite excited by it. I get very excited by it, sort of young prospects that come on and, and sort of burst onto the scene. So I was quite I excited by <laughs> Yeah, and I can buy them. I've got about 20 million on Football Manager to play with. Really, but... They're really good at Football Manager. <laughs> yeah. Uh, him and Latara Martinez are brilliant. Um, but yeah, uh, I get quite excited by young prospects that sort of burst onto the scene. And this has sort of skewed my thinking on me a little bit. But of course, everyone's allowed an opinion, aren't they? Uh, no, is this it the a... wrong one? Was it the right <laughs> one? <laughs> no, I'm with Emma actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is, is, but was this like, is this some sort of like rogue like, or is it like a pattern of? There's a few like, likes. Yeah, there's more than one. Yeah. 
Yeah. What was the, that? I believe the phrase my dad used to use to me when I was a child was once as accidental, twice as coincidental. Yes. Yeah. Three times is fucking stupid. I think I think uh, legendary cricket commentator Richie Benno had the same opinion. What of Erling Haaland? No. Of <laughs> <laughs> no. um, what uh, Adam just said. No, fair enough. Okay. Um, some gossip and transfers that have happened this week. So transfers that have happened this week. Um, Gedson Fernandez has gone to Spurs on an 18-month loan deal with a view to them buying in for 50-plus million pounds in 18 months' time. Um, I think there's lots of conspiracy theories about him being a George Mendes client, and so is Mourinho on this one. Because apparently he started three games and was behind a Delta Raptor, the picking order. <laughs> I mean... You would have been perfect for Wolves. At, yeah. point, at some point, you have to realise that, like, Jorge Mendes represents sort of about a third of all professional footballers. Mina so, Raiola, the other third. <laughs> yeah, and, and Gia Keep, Grabman, the other yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the split. So, <clears throat> it's going to be some crossover, right? Yeah, also, Delta Rapp's one of my favourite footballers ever. So, you know, it's understandable being behind him in the pecking order. Um, talent. Well, yeah, maybe. Neil Warnock always said of him, if you got annoyed by the things he didn't do, you just want to kill him. Whereas if you just praise him for the things he does do and work around that, then you get the best out of him, which I suppose is fair enough. Uh, also, one of my favourite ever footballers, um, Bruno Andrade has gone from Lincoln to Salford City this week as well. So, um, Anyway, that's a different thing. So, um, Darren Randolph has gone to West Ham. Uh Ashley Young has gone to Inter Milan, as we talked about. Um, Ashley Young to John Carew, 14 Premier League assists. Dennis Bergkamp to Thierry Henry, 11 Premier League assists. So Ashley Young to Romelu Lukaku. <laughs> can prove anything with stats. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> 46% of people know that. <laughs> um, so, you know, is a 34-year-old fullback who actually wasn't a fullback, what on earth are they thinking? Uh, it's. I think it's actually quite a shrewd move. Um, they brought a couple of wingbacks in for Inter. Right. Honestly, um, they, he plays the three-five-two. He's got his right-sided sorted out. He just needs his left-sided sorted out. So Quadrasimo has been injured for quite a long time. He's actually a very dependable footballer playing midfield, but he's last couple of years he's playing at left wing back. Okay. And they also brought Christian Baraghi in from Fiorentina and. Lazaro from Hertha Berlin, Austrian winger, and they both have not worked at all. Um, Inter have been exposed down that side quite a lot. They got exposed quite down that side against Atalanta at the weekend. And it's a smart move. He'll fit in quite nicely at Inter, and he'll he'll, he'll be dependable for Conte. Okay, so that's... Is Victor unavailable? <clears throat> Sorry? Was Victor Moses unavailable? That there was a there was a rumor floating around that if this deal didn't go through, that he could have went for Victor Moses. <laughs> so it's Ashley Young, uh, Alexis Sanchez, and Romelu Lukaku, all ex Manchester United players. There. So uh, when are they going to get Eric Jumba Jumba? Uh, out of retirement. <laughs> you see you next. Yeah, uh, Gabriel Oberton. No, but um, Olivier Giroud is on their radar along along with Arturo Vidal. Emma. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Welcome to him. <laughs> You're not a fan, are you? He's currently suing Barcelona, yeah. so you know. I mean, but if he's owed the money, that's fair enough, right? 
in his in interpretation, he's owed the money. He, I don't know if he is owed the money or not. But no, nobody does. Purely, but basic, just the fact he's suing Barcelona, it shouldn't be a... Just pay him, tight asses. No. You got both of money. <laughs> All that money you didn't get fined for the Griezmann tapping up, you could give him that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's... All that sponsorship money on the you get from the sponsor on your shirt, just give yeah. it some of that. No, we like to give it to Liverpool for pointless players. Brilliant. Uh, I can kind of interest you in a Croatian centre back. No. <laughs> <laughs> Heard of. Right, some rumours this week then. So give me a yay or nay on these then. So Thomas Munier to Manchester United. No. Uh, Leighton Kazawa to Arsenal. I can yes. see that one. Yeah. Yes, just for Simpsons Arsenal to go really funny. Has <laughs> anyone subscribed to The Athletic? No, I do listen to some of their podcasts though. Okay, there's a great article about Arsenal fan TV uh, in The Athletic this morning. I did read all of that one. Um, what else have we got? We've got Christian Eriksen to Inter, as we've been talking about. Uh, ben Chilwell to Chelsea. Not now, but maybe in the summer. Okay. Uh, Islam Slomani to Aston Villa. Sure. Uh, reminds me of one of my favourite tweets ever though when he went to Leicester City um, the headline was um, um, uh, Leicester player called from Algerian training camp or, some, or Leicester by player from Algerian training camp and someone replied Algerian training camp Jesus um, thinking it might be something a bit more nefarious than that uh, what else have we got uh, Arnie Chiran's a Boca Juniors what why not, why not? that would be fantastic He's, is he? He's just had his suspended sentence. Something done with that? Uh, I'm not sure, but um, I'd be very happy for him to make that move. How cool would a bearded Arturan look in one of those Boca kits? As cool as a bearded Daniele De Rossi was. <laughs> uh, and finally, will Grig to Swindon Town? Mm, some shit rumor groups on Twitter would. In the know on that over the week, but nothing's happened yet. Okay. Uh, we've got oh, uh, Mohan Bagan, who are like the sort of uh, biggest team in India, are to combine with another team, ATK FC, just to get back into the Indian Super League. They fall on hard times. Uh, who would like to hear of twenty players out of contract this summer who are available on pre-contracts as of now? Adam, I can tell by your face you'd love to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, yes, Christian Eriksen, William, Ryan Fraser, weirdly enough. I thought he Andrew. was. Uh, one. I forgot to say, he's gone. You read it out then. Pair no, of you. I, I... <laughs> Edison Cavani, Pedro, Thomas Brunier, uh, Dries Mertens, and Emmanuel Matic, uh, Eric Bailly, Mario Goetze. He's been told he can leave. I'd have him at Liverpool. I know he's not set the world alight since the World Cup, but he's no schmuck, is he? No, I think the injury problems he went through when he first came to Dortmund hit him really hard. And we've all seen he's got a massive penis as well, hasn't he? Um, Jose Callion? Fitted a Liverpool, then. Hey! hey! <laughs> Jose Callion? I think he'll go... I think he'll leave along with Dries Mertens. There's rumours of Mertens going to Chelsea. OK. Uh, Giancarlo Bonaventura? Or Max Allegri look-alike. Yeah. Uh, Jan Vertonghen, Blazer Tweedy, Pedro, we said, uh, Dibuja from Zenit St. Petersburg, Kazawa, we said, um, somebody called Aaron Guiz. 
Oh, Charles Aaron Greaves. Yeah. Really, I'm going uh, to list of 20 people. Who we, only 20 we managed to get to place whose name you can't pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nacho from Real Madrid, Luka Modric and Eva Benega. There's some good names in there, aren't there? Some old names in there. There are some oh, very old names, yeah. Um, someone should take a punt on uh, Eva Benega. Yeah. I think he's a really good footballer with a bit of a troubled past. Don't search his name on Google. <laughs> no, definitely don't search his name. Don't, don't search his Isn't name. Isn't he older than you think he is, though? I think he's the same age as... Terebo West. I always saw him signing for Arsenal one day. Mm. Is he... Is he an very Ed- arsenal Yeah, is he an Edu type of player? No. <laughs> uh, okay. He's really good. Someone should definitely... Um, yeah. Take a chance on him. Someone, someone will snap up Mertens because he he's will be in high demand. Uh, Cavani looks like he's on his way to Atletico. That might be a bit of a strange signing because he needs about one in eight. Okay. Tony, he's, he, he misses about seven chances and one hits him on the thigh, hits him in the face, and it goes in. You just wanted to reiterate it to make sure that Jesse fully understood. <laughs> <laughs> I, tweet, I tweeted this from the Man of the Post account the other week, and I got a few pelters for the tweeting the fact that he's a bit sort of donkey-like. No, I think he's a good striker, but he just needs a lot of chances to put away. The Uruguayan Andy Cole? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Bits and bobs. Okay. So uh, European leagues then. So in Spain, uh, Barcelona are top with Real Madrid on forty points. Atletico Madrid and Sevilla on thirty-five each. So. Hold on. What? Barcelona are top. Yes. <laughs> You're the thought. Yeah. Maybe uh, Juan Laporte has been holding the table upside down. Do you think? Maybe he thinks they're in a relegation battle. I don't know, what? whoever. What? It's the last president he can remember the name of. He's gambled and it hasn't paid off. So the president from 16 years ago. Yeah, the guy that tried to send David Beckham. That's the only name I can remember. Carry okay. on, Chris. No, so right. There's the guy whose name I've forgotten who got shot by Franco, but you know, that's. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember his name. Um, okay, yeah, so Barcelona have got a new manager. Emma, take a deep breath and reel out a stream of consciousness. <laughs> well, I mean, now that his time was up, that that is undisputable. But the way they went about this is really, really bad because they openly courted another manager. Two managers. Yeah. <laughs> three, no, three At managers. least two. You could argue three. Three the... managers. <laughs> well, um, still having a manager who's top of the league and in the knockout stages of the Champions League and has lost a handful of games. Do you know how many games he's lost at Camp Nou? Is where? It like zero. One. 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 Oh, actually, yeah, we lost to Betis, who yeah. are managed by Kiki's um, Sechen, who's taken over. That's right. So in two, in yeah, one game in two and a half years. Yeah. And how long I ago was that one game? Way he was... Sorry? How long, sorry, how long ago was that one game? Uh, it was last season. Okay. Um, I feel bad for him on the way it's been handled. Um, because, you know, it's a, they really disrespected him. And it, it leaves a pretty bad taste. But they should have just sacked him in the summer after we won the league. And I don't know why they bother dragging it out. Um, 
And at this point, in, I can in, see you laughing at this. But... <laughs> no, no, I was just laughing at the words. We should have sacked him after we won the league. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I should have said after we lost the Gobbledon round. Yeah. That would have been better. That would have been better. I, I'd have at least been on board with that. But <laughs> this whole sort of yeah, the, the way that he's been treated really kind of it, it does sort of lead Barcelona to be in a position where Moesum Club is really just something that's kind of written in the back of your shirts now. Yeah, it's not meaning anything <laughs> about 15 years ago. Um, apparently... It's not meaning anything as soon as we got a shirt sponsor. <sighs> Particularly a Qatari one. Yeah. Um, was fine because that was for charity. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know... That was a fin end, fin end of the wedge, though. They tricked yeah. you. I hide, I hide <laughs> that's my that's, drama one. It was entry. It was that entry level. <laughs> You're, um... Lena Messi, he's quite a big fan of your new manager, isn't he, and vice versa? Yeah. Um, stylistically, uh, he will be a better fit for Barcelona than Valverde was. Um, but I, I think <laughs> what's bad for Setien is that if he doesn't win the league, he will still be a failure. Well, apparently, even if you win the league, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you, you, can, you can win it twice in a row. Um, he, he said that. He said all of the right things. Like, you know, he loves Messi and he's going to bring the kids through from uh, La Masia, like, you know, uh, Ricky, Ricky Creek. And, you know, it's, but. So my, my question to, to you, Amara, is that mm -hmm. is this not. This feels to me a little bit of a stage where this is be maybe beyond a sort of sim simply a stylistic problem and just sticking a new manager and that's a, a plaster over this apparently gaping wound. Yeah, and it's also uh, a, it's, <laughs> it's also a political move because we have presidential elections next year. Um, which is why you have the why you're not getting your first or first choice manager, right? Yeah, your first choice manager turned it down because he knows the political game and is going to wait. The yeah. second, then the others were busy doing other stuff. Um, One's a national team manager. Does this not need? Uh, this seems to me a squad that needs a sort of Pep two thousand and eight shake up and yeah, more aging. Like you, you, at some point, you have to say to some of these people like. Yeah, thanks. You've been great, but PK Busquets, maybe we need to to move beyond you. But it's, you you've got you've got to make some you've got some decisions to make, and they've really got to be sort of like, how much longer have we got Messi, and how much longer can we utilize him? And do we sort of have to sort of stack all our chips behind him and try and get the best out of the last years, or because? As much as you like it, you maybe you'd even you could even say that maybe Messi would maybe slightly fall into that group, perhaps. But you're never going to sell him; it's not an option. No. So it has, to be a, it has to be a double up behind Messi, a double down on Messi, and, and see what we can do. But is whoever, it just a new manager? Whoever does come in uh, needs to be brutal because, and less I don't know, romantic about it and <laughs> idealistic about it because. Suarez, they need probably needs replacing. He needed replacing two years ago. Uh, Busquets, you know, he's getting all Pique, he's getting all uh, Rakitic is over thirty, probably needs to go. Um, Jordi Alba is probably, 
you know, on the way down rather than anything else. <laughs> this has got Spalletti written all over it, hasn't it, Scott? It does indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but so, they've only offered Setien no. dub for two and a half years. Now, whether he actually sees that contract out... Which he won't, as you've just said, because we know that in 18 months he's going to be replaced by Xavi when the new president... Yeah, if, if Victor Font wins the election, then he's going to bring Xavi in. He said that. That's like basically manifesto, is that I'm going to bring Xavi in. Um, and I think Xavi's team in Qatar won a cup today, or won the league. I'm okay. sad. They won something today. Um... You but can't say today because you don't know what you mean when you say today. Do you I mean, have do you mean yesterday? <laughs> it's not happened and in this country yet. playing fantasy league. Can I, can I ask Emma, would Ronald Koeman take the job after the Euros? He has a clause in his contract, apparently, which allows him to take the Barcelona job. I've got one of those in my contract at work. But he's turned it down twice. Why would you want Ronald Koeman? Yeah, he was on the sort of... legend does not make you a good manager. (laughs) He's not a good manager. At a club level. Maybe at international level is his thing, but he wasn't great at Everham, was he? No. Or Southampton. Or Valencia. He was okay at Southampton, to be fair, which is why we were forward into, into going for him. But, yeah... Okay. Um, no, I think I don't think he will be. I don't think they will consider him again, especially if Font wins the elections in 2021. So is this He's guy basically probably... a competition winner? Sorry. Has this guy got the air of a competition winner? Who? Setien? Yeah. No, he's a really respected coach. Um... You want to see his track record at Betis and Las Palmas? No, I know. Sorry, I don't. I didn't mean it as brutally as that. I just. He's a placeholder. Is what he yes. Is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's he what. He is. I mean. Yeah, kind of. That's what I mean. He's an interim manager on a two and a half year contract. God, I want one of those jobs. <laughs> uh, and speaking of wanting one of those jobs, I'm sure Valverde is um, laughing all the way to the bank, isn't he? Well, uh, he was, should have got paid off for two and a half years left of his contract, but apparently he told his agent to decline the money and Barcelona should keep it because he didn't want to part with the club on even worse terms. Oh, for he did a Gordon Strachan. Yeah, so he's actually he's a really good man. Um, they organised this dinner that they had a couple of nights ago uh, with the players, um, uh, which they paid for with the result of fines from training. <laughs> um, and uh, people uh, kind of said that it was uh, Setien who organised it all, but no, it was Valverde. Okay. And I just feel bad for him that, you know, he's a really decent guy, but it just wasn't the right fit for Barcelona stylistically, I guess. Okay. The bad, um, bad is, he's going to miss out on a nice trip in the Copa del Rey. They got Ibiza in the Copa del Rey. Yeah, we did. <laughs> They're away at uh, UZ Ibiza, yeah. That sounds like a good fun weekend, doesn't it? <laughs> Messy throwing shapes like the in-betweeners. <laughs> Valverde <laughs> will have no problem finding another job, though. Okay. Would well, it be another one in Spain? It, to be honest, the Espanol <clears throat> job might be available in about three weeks. <laughs> it's probably available now. <laughs> the Leganaz one might be available now, looking at the way they're playing. Yeah, they're getting slaughtered by Getafe. <laughs> it's That's horrible. Not a good sign. Uh, okay, right. So, moving on to other bits. We've got 
Serie A, we've got uh, Juventus top of 48 into 46, uh, not as big as Spurs. Uh, Lazio on 42 and Atalanta on 35 in the top four. So it's Juventus versus Parma, Lecce versus Inter, Lazio Samp and Atalanta Spouse. Spell a dreadful what we've got. I know you told me they were all right, but every time I see them on telly, they're just awful. They, they won three games all year or something. Yeah, uh, I think one of them might have been against Napoli. I had to watch Spout and Burnley in the same week a couple of weeks ago. Oh, God, I feel your pain. <laughs> I'm not getting that week back again. But, yeah, they do sound like something a Roman centurion would have on top of his shield or something. Yeah, I think this season might be a, a bit too far for them. Last season, they've done absolutely brilliantly to get to mid-table. They went on a massive run, but this season might be a bit too far for them. Oh, so long as they're replaced by uh, Crotone. 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 Uh, I don't know who top it, who top it is. Who is top in Serie B? I don't know. I'll have to have a look. Um, Bundesliga's back. Leipzig are top 37. Then 35 is Gladbach. Bayern 33. Dortmund 30. So it's Schalke in fifth versus Gladbach. Uh, Leipzig versus Union Berlin. Hertha against Bayern. And Augsburg versus Dortmund. Uh, in Portugal, it's fourth versus first. The Sporting play Benfica. Um, and Emma, you've got three choices for the A-League. In, Do I? In Australia. Yeah, so you've got Adelaide versus Melbourne Victory, which might be a bit far for you. So if you want to stay in Melbourne itself, you've got mm-hmm. uh, Melbourne City versus Newcastle Jets. Melbourne City is second. Um, and then you've got Western United with Diamante and Barisha against Central Coast Mariners. Oh. Where well, are you I'm going to go? I'm to cricket for this afternoon. So. Uh... What are you going to do this afternoon? I'm going to see Melbourne Stars play the Perth Scorchers at the MCG. Okay. In the 2020 Big Bash. League. Well, we could all we could all watch it. We've all got BT Sport, haven't we? Well, you'll have to be up at like 2 a.m. But sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, right back to the Premier League. Um, at the Emirates, uh, it is Arsenal versus Sheffield United in the Arturo Lapoli derby. Um, Bamiang is banned. Uh, I did that one for you, Scott. Um, <laughs> about. Aubameyang's band, uh, Arsenal are unbeaten in 21 games, kicking off at 3pm on a Saturday. That goes back to 2015. Um, but they've won one in seven at home, though that was the last time out against Manchester United. Uh, Adam, how do you reckon they're going to get on? Um, I think they will probably win. Arsenal? Yeah. Yeah. Sheffield United haven't done the du- um, no no team has done the double over Arsenal or no promoted team has done the double over Arsenal since Blackburn in ninety two ninety three. So, there you go. You think it's re- everything you need to know, right? Yeah. Has Arteta won a league game in charge yet? Yes, against Man United. Ah. Was that his first one? Was it? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, his first game was against Chelsea. Did he win that? No, they won it up and lost two one. Oops. Can, um, I just, can I just say the most Arsenal thing happened this week? They appealed the Aubameyang record. Yeah, they did, didn't they? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Sorry, but that's why. What on earth? What were their grounds? Like, like that was ever. Even if it was the the most egregious decision ever, they were never going to overturn a VAR decision. They should have given an extra game ban for frivolous for... appeal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, Brighton versus Aston Villa. Aston Villa uh, lost 6-1 to Manchester City last week, as we remember. Um, for Brighton, Aaron Moy, Hanabash and Shane Duffy are all back and available again, which is good news to them because Neil Mopé, despite being their top goal scorer with seven, hasn't scored in his last five. Um, guys, I reckon this one's going to go. 
I like Villa. I really want Villa to do well, but they just seem to be terrible, apart from Jack Grealish. And McGinn, but he's out for three months. Yeah. Yeah, he's injured. I was hoping for good things from Villa this season. They also lost Wesley and Tom Heaton. Yeah. Two quite horrible knee injuries in the same game. Yeah, the old Ben Mee's cursed. <laughs> Strikes again. Uh, go on then, how do we see this one going, guys? 2 0 Brighton. Yeah. 1 uh, 0. I'm all aboard, though. I'm still on the Brighton train. Are you? Yeah. Do you think Graham Potter has kind of gone under the pressure radar from the media because he's not Eddie Howe or uh, Daniel Farker? No, because Brighton are doing all right. Yeah. For anyone. For anyone who can make Dan Byrne into probably the most brilliant left-back, <laughs> good in my eyes. Yeah, OK. Uh, Manchester City versus Crystal Palace in the Jamie Pollock derby. Uh, Palace have beaten in four. Manchester City have won their last four. Um, this was the Andros Townsend goal last season, wasn't it, that won it for Palace? Can we see history repeating itself? No. No? no. OK. Uh, Pep Guardiola is the fifth Manchester City manager to take charge on his birthday. Um, Joe Rule, Brian Horton... Roberto Mancini and Mark Hughes are the other four. Do you know how many of them won on their birthday? None. None of them. None, exactly. Does it's that mean like anything? It's almost like Man City used to be rubbish. Uh, well, apart from Mancini, with the Premier League with him. Yeah, but... Not on his birthday. Yeah. Not on his birthday. No. Okay. You don't think that's going to make any difference then? Of course not. No? <laughs> I'm not a moron. <laughs> has, has anyone also done a witch's curse at the same time? <laughs> you don't think... <laughs> Did Pep Guardiola remember to, to tie his left shoelace first? You don't think uh, Palace have got that statistic sort of stuck up in the visitors' dressing room tomorrow, do you? Even if they had, I'm not sure they'd understand it. Remember, remember to wish Pep a happy birthday. <laughs> 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 do you reckon that, that's some sort of mental disintegration on Pep? <laughs> T-shirts on saying happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, big I think cake. will be enjoying his banana kaboom. Well, in the, same... <laughs> in the same way Scott jumped out of our extra time cake, I think Roy Hodgson might do the same. <laughs> uh, okay, um, Norwich versus Bournemouth. Okay, Nefenikoku Derby. So Callum Wilson has gone a thousand minutes in the Premier League without a shot on target. Um, does anyone think if they'd been playing in the Premier League for Bournemouth in that same period of time, they'd have got a shot on target? Either of you guys? No. 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 Emma. Oh, absolutely, of course. <laughs> I'd probably be out on loan at some national league side. <laughs> Uh, it's in the British playing goal, so yeah. <laughs> win affected, win affected could do an Asmir Begovic. I've got to be honest, I'm terrible at kicking the ball. I can throw the ball absolutely Peter Schmeichel esque. Uh, kicking the ball out of my hands, I can kind of do kicking the ball off the ground. I'm awful at I have to get somebody else to do it. This is why you're a five-a-side goalkeeper. Exactly. <laughs> so I tend not to kick the ball off the ground if I can help it. Um, so these are the two bottom two sides. This is a uh, obviously a must-win game for the Premier This is the fifth time this season that the bottom two teams have met in the Premier League. Um, it's the joint most with 04-05 season, 98-99 season. Um, Timmy Puki and Josh King are both out. Nathan Ake is a possibility. Uh, does that have any bearing on how these games are going to go? I'm... Is this last a match of the day? No, I think it'd be first on match of the day. Oh, do you? Go on. Because it's the game of the weekend. 
I mean, you're right. It is the game of the weekend on paper. Uh, when the grown men run around on a football pitch, is it still going to be like that? I mean, when people look at it and go, mm, doesn't have Manchester United in that. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Bournemouth and Arsenal, Man City are playing, and Chelsea are playing, and all those other games. Bournemouth have scored uh, the least uh, in the Premier League this season with 20 goals, and Norwich have conceded the most with 45. So this could be sort of Bournemouth knocking it into the stands all around Tim Krul's goal, and Tim Krul lying on the floor, not getting anywhere near it. So 5-5 it is. This could be absolute slapstick, 0-0. Which, um, which stadium is it at? Uh, it's at Carrow Road. For some reason, that hasn't changed my opinion. That I, think <laughs> I I honestly think Norwich will probably squeak this 2-1. Okay. Emma? If anybody's going to win, it'll probably be Norwich. But I think it'll be a draw. I don't see either team winning. They're both, they'll cancel each other out by being really horrible. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. I, I, I think Bournemouth, Bournemouth are a big game team. Do you? They want to stand for bridge. During that, that, that run they, they had, they can turn up when they when they need it, and before they've done, they've turned up. Previous season, they've turned up and done just enough. But I'm not saying they'll be a big enough. They'll get out of it as this problem, but I think that this is a game where they'll turn up. Okay. Um, West Ham versus Everton. So Felipe Anderson is out, and Richarlison is a doubt. Uh, Everton won seven out of eleven at West Ham. Are you going to this team? I am. Yeah. Okay. You've been a, you've been to a few of these, haven't you? Yeah, I try and go to all of the away games in London. Okay, are you confident? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because all David Moyes can't get himself, all David Moyes is doing is thinking about signing ex players who signed played for him before. Every <laughs> single player I see him linked to is Mr. Fellaini. So is Mo Besic going to celebrate your scores against you? It was Fellaini, and then who else was he linked to? Um, Mo Besic. It was Ross Barkley, yeah. He's Thomas Radzinski. He's going to be really annoyed when he realises that Arteta's unavailable. <laughs> um, is he trying to get Phil Jagielka back? <laughs> he is available. Um, I know that there is not really much of a link, but we absolutely played them off the park last time. Uh, we played at the London Stadium. Um, West Ham were terrible, but we're talking about a team with a different set of players, different manager all different but um, yeah I think that we've we've had had a, a there's been a blip or two and everything's not, not been completely plain sailing but relatively under Carlo things have been going okay to start off with and I think we're better team than West Ham well prior to Ancelotti uh, you were averaging 13 shots a game with only 4.3 on target with Ancelotti you are averaging 16 shots and 5.5 on target that's a whole extra one and a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Emma and Scott, are you going to rain on his parade or are you both going for Everton? This has got a Moisey Keane 94th minute winner all over oh, wow. it. I hope so. I also think that Everton are a better team than West Ham. And I hope Yerry Mina scores. Yerry Mina and Moisey Keane. Yeah, I'd settle. Not? Yeah, I'd settle for that. Uh, and it's going to rain tomorrow. It's what, sorry? Good it's going to rain tomorrow. It's not going to rain tomorrow. Okay. Is, there no, is there no cover at... Um... So, well, I don't know where my... I haven't got my tickets yet, so I don't know where exactly I'm sat. But even even if you're... I'm going to be like a million miles away from the pitch anyway, so there's no danger of me getting wet then. It's, but you've got to walk for a, like a big park to get to, haven't you? It's in the middle of the Olympic Park. Yeah, so horrible grounds to get to. 
just a horrible ground. Okay, and last one is Burnley versus Leicester in the Joey Johnson derby. Um, so, indeed, they don't, because Wilfred indeed is uh, not recovered from his operation in time. Um, Leicester City won seven away so far this season. They won 11 in their championship winning campaign a couple of years ago. But half I can't believe to I got up at 6am for jokes like that. Oh, come yeah. on. You'd pay money for that, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, what, actually, paying you to stop, is that... <laughs> You've probably been awake for the last three hours anyway for jet lag, have you? Uh, no, I actually got up at six. Oh, okay. Did you, would you go to bed at four or something? Set an alarm for you. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> <laughs> no one ever does that. I feel, I feel very honoured. <laughs> wow. Okay. That says a lot about your life, Emma. I'm on holiday. Well, it's not really a holiday. I just came to see my family. It's not a holiday. <laughs> no, it's definitely not a holiday. You'll be having a holiday when you go home. Hold yeah, on. Are you working while you're there? I'm barely working at home. But it's def- well, that doesn't mean it's not a holiday then, does it? <laughs> well, no, come on. What day, when I asked you last week, when are you next working? What did you, what did you tell me? Uh, March. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're on holiday. Um, James Madison um, has created uh, 25 chances from set plays. Only Trent Alexander-Arnold has created more. Um, but like I say, I think Leicester have been on a bit of a slide recently. Vardy's stopped scoring. I know he's not played because of his birth of his child. but Yeah, Vardy hasn't played games, so he stopped scoring. No, but I think he's been back for a couple, hasn't he? I think he's been back for what? a couple of games. Is it one, is it? Okay, fair maybe, enough. Maybe two of the... He was back for the FA Cup game, but we're talking one league game. Oh, all right, well, I've been a bit harsh on him. But yeah, uh, Hamza Chowdhury hasn't really stepped into the Indeedy role um, particularly well. Chilwell has been left a little bit exposed at left back, uh, and maybe the transfer talk has turned his head. But this is Burnley, who are rubbish at the moment, aren't they? Yes. So we were in Leicester, are we? Moment, well, yeah. They're good sometimes. Uh, yes, this moment has started in August. Fact, there you go. You do the maths. Um, are we all going for Leicester, are we? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Dice ball only works at the start and the end of the season. Oh, really? This is his hibernation, is it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, right, well, that brings us to the end of our Premier League roundup. Has anyone got anything else they want to talk about? No. no. I can't no. see you shake your head, Emma. Are you shaking your head? I'm not. You're not. Okay. Uh, right. Um, Adam, uh, if they want to follow you, if want to follow you on Twitter, how do they do that? Uh, Adam, I say 101. Scott? Uh, at Scott underscore Monroe. Okay, uh, Emma, you're not on Twitter because people keep no, asking us to do. On, yeah, people keep asking us to do live streaming where you show your face. Weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was that was really great, wasn't it? Yeah, as if we were going to say, oh, that's a great idea. Now you've suggested that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we are at Man on the Post on. Twitter, we are at Man on the Post on Instagram. Uh, you can like us on Facebook as well. We are all over those things. If you like what you hear, you can rate and view us on um, iTunes. Uh, all comes down to, or all adds up to our uh, positioning in the charts. You can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. You can follow us on ACAST, Stitcher, Spotify. You can stream us on as well. Uh, Chris and Dave and maybe Ali will be back on Sunday to um, talk about the games that we've been previewing here. And I think according to our whatsapp chat i'm not going to tell you what it is because it might not happen but we've got a possibility of an extra special show early next week as well so stay tuned for that uh emma scott and adam thank you ever so much no worries thank you
And always remember to keep your man on the post.